Turn my headphones up. Louder. Howdy, how's it going, guys? Another lovely What You Need episode podcast. Um, This time I decided to go with just me today. I thought it would be good to just do just me, myself, and I alone, just me and you, you and I, just two of us, three of us, whatever it is. Um, It's been a while. We're celebrating today. We're celebrating the NFL season, a new What You Need season. Um. So I'm just glad to be back with you guys. Uh, we're going to be recapping what happened last week. We'll also go over the betting lines for this week coming up and all of those games. So just really excited to get into it. Uh, so our opener was Texans Chiefs, which is a little bit of a snooze fest, even though the score didn't really look like it. Uh, the Chiefs, man, I think they just look way too good, way too explosive right now. Excuse me. Sorry. All right. Um. Way too explosive right now, to be quite honest. And I think they might be a team that have way too many weapons. Uh, Edwards Alaire looks like a great running back. And Andy Reid's always known for just getting them the ball and being able to make them any running back sufficient in that system. So uh, the Chiefs might be able to win it all, you know, have that 16 and no year like, like the Patriots did. So it's definitely uh, in the cards for them. We'll see how it goes. Obviously, uh, last year they had, you know, a little bit of some woes here and there, but that was more of like an injury concern and they were able to turn it back on late. So it really doesn't matter if they go 16-0 or not. As long as they make it to the playoffs, they're probably going to win it all. So there's that on that. Um, one game I want to highlight from last week, a big one at least, was uh, the Green Bay uh, Vikings game. Uh, obviously, the secondary for the Vikings isn't really that strong. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers looked fucking, ooh, boy, looked amazing. Uh, definitely, you definitely know he's angry about all the, you know, drafting Jordan Love, not having a lot of weapons around him. Him and Adams have been uh, making uh, ma- have been making defenses uh, very upset and coordinators super upset because no matter what, no matter what scheme they have up, it's still something else. So, huge on that. Uh Two things I wanted to bring up from uh, from uh, this week or from week one. Uh, I think for real that we shouldn't really have to worry about uh, Tampa Bay. Obviously, we know there wasn't that great of a showcase from Tampa with Tom and his debut and stuff like that. Because I really do think the Saints defense, honestly, it might be the best in the NFL right now. Obviously, the Steelers D is up there and we've got some other people. Uh, but like, and the Titans D is good too, you know, but like, to be quite honest, man, I really do think that Saints defense is really in sync. They're really, they're flying fast to the ball. They're getting, they're getting INTs. Like they're ready. I think that that defense is something really legit. I think, uh, within the weeks to come for Tampa, you'll start to see them like, you know, turn the gears on. I'm not really sold out on Tampa Bay. I really do think that Saints defense is legit, you know. Not really trying to overreact uh, the after week one 
you know, but that was one thing that I did see. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I, you know what? I think it's more of the Saints defense being amazing. You know, I think they might be, I mean, if they're not number one, they, they should definitely be number two in my opinion. I don't, I really, I really do think they play just super in sync and fast. Um, another game that I thought was very interesting was Eagles, Washington. I do think the Eagles are still a good team, but I tell you what, the Washington football team might be something legit. This is a little crazy, a little bit of a crazy thought, but think about it. The NFC East is always a crapshoot. If they can split one against Dallas, which, I mean, granted, I know, I get it. It's week one. Could be a possible overreaction. But I think that defensive line that that Washington has is something legit. I mean, every single person on that defensive line could be, you know, possibly either, either like a huge starter or like a huge contributor to that defensive line. So... Where it goes to Ryan Kerrigan, who is the all-time sack leader for their, for their, uh, you know, division or for their, um, for their franchise. Sorry, uh, you know, Washington football team don't really know how to even, you know, talk about them, you know. But uh, and then you have Jonathan Allen, who's on that line, and they just drafted Chase Young, and I mean, the last time the number two overall pick was a Ohio State uh, defensive end. The other team went to the Super Bowl. You know, I'm not saying they go to the Super Bowl, but I think they win that. I think they could win, definitely win the NFC East. I mean, one thing about Dallas, the Dallas game with the Rams, um, I honestly thought at first that Mike McCarthy was making all the play calls, and that's the reason why it was looking ugly. But apparently it was Kellen Moore, and that, I think, is an interesting dynamic. So as much as I want to be sold out on the Cowboys already – I want to see if Mike McCarthy uh, ends up taking over the play calls and does a, a whole different route. Obviously, him and Jerry had some kind of agreement. I guess he wanted Kellen calling the plays, but I mean, Kellen Moore had some uh, Adam Gase calling plays, so it was it was really rough. Uh, speaking of Adam Gase, I mean, fire him. That's really it. Um, what else? What else? When it comes to Week One. What else when it comes to week one? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Let's go with the Seahawks Falcons. Seahawks Falcons. I mean, Russ looks on fire. I mean, even though it's the Falcons defense and all that. But I mean, they look like they're ready to go. A lot of <clears throat> a lot of what you saw week one was a lot of the offenses that are already apart or that were already uh, together uh, last season, like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett with Seattle. You had the Chiefs, you know, other other teams that have been there for a little bit, you know, the Saints, the Saints took off, you know, so it, teams that have kind of had a little bit of a, of, of, a, of a, you know, of a core for a while, you know, the Packers still had Rodgers and Adams. So it's that same rapport over and over again. So I just think that a lot of the uh, chalk teams definitely were on, uh, were definitely on fire this week. Um, all right. I guess we're just go. Ooh. Check, check. All right. So I guess I'm just going to go right into. Uh, okay, cool. I see what I did there. All right. So I guess I'm just going to go right into week two. And we're going to start with the Thursday night game. So we're going to go uh, Bengals plus six and a half against the Browns at the Browns. Um, I think since he, I mean, for crying out loud, um, these points, by the way, are on Bavada since uh, I know like. FanDuel and all those other sites and my bookie don't necessarily bet in Florida so I bet on Bavada but uh, plus six against Cincinnati so 
I actually like those points a lot. I think Joe Burrow is uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going to have a great game. Quite honestly, this uh, this week against uh, Cleveland, I I have no clue how Baker's going to play at all. Um, but I think I think you could definitely see. And hey, even even in fantasy terms, if if you don't if you're low on a quarterback right now, you could start Joe Burrow this week. I think he's easily a twenty point gamer. You don't have to uh, worry about that. And the fact that since he's getting plus six points, I mean. I don't even think the Browns would win by a field goal. So I would take those six points easily right now. Um, Atlanta at the boys, at the Cowboys. They're a point. They're a, they're the boys are a, uh, no, Atlanta is a point of a four. If you get plus four in Atlanta. Yeah. So plus four in Atlanta. I really don't know how I feel about that. Quite honestly, I think Dallas might have a little bit of a bounce back game here. Um, even though Atlanta could definitely make it close, I think uh, I think Dallas is definitely a team that definitely will have a bounce back game this week. They'll be at home, you know. They're they're definitely a way different team at home. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys here. I really like I really like the Cowboys uh, this this week. I even don't think uh, yeah I don't I don't think Atlanta covers on that at plus four. Um, we got Finns plus six versus the Bills. Um, I am a, a fan of the Bills this week. I think uh, Josh Allen really could have ran amok on the Jets last week, but he's the worst, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. So, though he wasn't able to get a couple of accurate passes, I think that the Bills are going to be able to put a decent stomping on the Dolphins, and I think they'll be able to win by at least a touchdown. Um, next one is going to be uh, Carolina plus nine versus Tampa. Plus nine is a lot of points, but I think Tom Brady's going to be pretty angry. Um, the Raiders ended up putting a hefty amount of numbers. I think it was like plus 30, like 34 on the, uh, yeah, 34 on the Panthers. So I, uh, I'm i going to go with Tampa Bay on this one. I think having the points don't doesn't really matter in this scenario because I think Tom Brady's going to be angry and uh, really trying to figure out this offense. I think this is going to be a game where they start trying to figure out their wave. Um, we got Denver at plus seven and a half against the Steelers. I kind of like those points. So if you want to take those points as a, as a betting man, I don't mind that. I actually like the Steelers in this game a lot. Uh, Vic Fangio did a, did a, did a little bit of a choke job on a timeout, but I still am a believer in him. Uh, the thing is that right now is Corden Sutland right now looks to be a little banged up. We don't necessarily know how he's going to be for the next week. So right now, I think they're just going through a little bit of injury rows. Philip Lindsay has a little bit of that too. He's he was uh, ruled out for the game, so I don't necessarily know how he's doing at the time. But I really got the Steelers. I think I think Big Ben is going to start to get a little bit of a groove for the next couple of weeks. Um, and I mean, at the Steelers, he's definitely home. Ben is definitely a way different story. So. Uh, Definitely curious to see uh, what he does with just throwing it since uh, Connor could possibly be out this week. Um, Lions six and a half versus the Packers. I mean, Green Bay is going to light them up. <clears throat> that 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 uh, that Lions defense just can't keep up like anything. Like if they if they have like three minutes to hold up for the half, they get scored on it. It just it happens. Um, even though they had Okuda, they just they need still some more work on that defense. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay. I, the, the points really don't matter. They'll win it by at least a touchdown. Um, Rams minus one and a half versus the Eagles. These are a road favorite. Um, and I like the Rams here. Uh, I was actually really a fan of the Rams here. I think the Eagles offensive line is just going to be a huge problem with uh, the Rams here. And I think that uh, the Rams defense might be a, a little bit of a sneaky defense if you need a defense, by the way, uh, in fantasy. So little hint there. Um, let's see. Let's see what's next. Um, Vikings plus three against Indy. Uh this one's ugly. I don't really know how this how this game's gonna pan out. I think that we should uh I think we should go with Indy on this one. I think uh I like I like both offensive lines here a little bit. I will say that, but I do think Indy might be able to pull away, pull away with this one. I love their passing game. Uh and uh, I, even though even though Marlon Mack is out, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Taylor. I think him and Naheem Hines will be able to get the job done. Um so I like Indy here. Uh, having a little bit of a bounce back game against the Vikings. Um, let's see, let's see. Giants plus five at the Bears. Um, I tell you what, I think the Giants cover on this one, but I've got the Bears. Uh, yeah, I think I think I've got the Bears. I think I've got the Bears. Uh. Hopefully, it's not a little bit of a Mitch Trubisky just only playing the fourth quarter and he plays the whole game. We'll see how that goes. Um, I think there's still some work to do for, for the Giants. Uh, the Bears are going to explode, uh, expose that Giants O-line. So, I mean, it's going to be a real problem. So, I, uh, I'm i going to have to go with the Bears here. And uh, I think the Giants could cover plus five. That definitely could happen. Um, next game is Niners minus seven versus the Jets at home. Uh, so obviously the Jets really suck and we could potentially have the first round pick this year or the number one pick overall this year. Uh, so with that being said, uh, the Niners could win by 20 points in the line. And I would tell you to take the, I'll tell you to take the line. So I'm going with the Niners here handedly by at least 20. Um, Fire Adam Gase. Uh, next one we got Jags plus nine against the Titans. I tell you what, if, the, if they're giving the Jags nine points against the Tennessee Titans, give me some points. Give me some points on the Jags. I know that Derrick Henry is on the other side of the ball. I know he cooks us up every time, but we've got an offense this time, and uh, I think the Jags uh, definitely could be able to put some points on the board. And nine points right now is a lot for a line. So I would, uh, I'll take the Jags plus nine. Um, they definitely could, they could win this game, but I could, I definitely see them losing by a field goal or about four points to the Titans. So I'm going to go with that route. Um, let's see. We've got the Washington football team plus seven against the Cardinals. So one good one. Uh, so another, yeah, the battle one of those. So the football team definitely has a great defensive line. I, I just think, man, Cliff Kingsbury and that and that Cardinals offense is going to get hot real, real quick. And I think uh, they've kind of figured out a little bit of a formula. Kyler's way too fast of a quarterback also. So even with the points, I'm going or without the points, I'm going with the cards. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals. I think they can win by more than seven. They could definitely have a 14 point win or. 17 point win for sure the the cardinals offense is something legit and uh their defense they're starting to have a few more pieces there 
Uh, let's see. We're gonna go with the. Uh, we're gonna go with Kansas City minus nine and a half against the Chargers. Um, yeah, I mean Kansas City nine and a half. I I think that's still not enough points to to give for the Chargers. So I'm gonna take Kansas City on that one. Uh, we're gonna go with yeah. I think there's no expl- explanation on that. I think they just way too many weapons. Anyways, um, let's see, let's see. We're going to go with the Ravens minus seven versus the Texans. Um, I think this is could, this could be a little bit of a shootout game. Uh, my thing is, is that the Ravens could really pull this away. Also, when when the Ravens have a lead, they know how to run the ball and keep that clock ticking. So it's just like sometimes it's tough to get back up because they know how to move the ball because they, they have Lamar Jackson, you know. So. Excuse me, but yeah, they have Lamar Jackson, so uh, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Baltimore, even with without the points. You know, um, we're gonna go with the Pats plus four against Seattle. Um, this is this is like probably the worst line of all time because this is like so sneaky. One, I think the Pats covered, but I think Seattle could definitely win this game by like ten. But. At the same time, I definitely see a late field goal by Seattle and barely sneaking this game out by Russell Wilson because he just does that all the time. And the Pats are going to be able to to control the ball and control the time on the clock. And I definitely think they're gonna they're gonna end with the most uh, time of possession. Now, do I think they win it? I don't know. And the thing is about Seattle is it does not matter about time of possession with Seattle. They will score quick. And it does not matter. They're like the Saints. They're like, you know, other teams that are like the Chiefs. Like they they will score. They can score in fucking one play or two plays like nobody's business. So I'm going to think the I think the Pats cover plus four, but I'm going to go with Seattle to win it uh, this week. Um, Saints minus six and a half versus the Raiders. Um, you got to go with New Orleans here. I think New Orleans is 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 really on fire right now. Uh they're the rookie corners from Vegas are becoming impressive and they are, you know, figuring out, you know, their wave and they they look good in camp and all that kind of jazz, but they're still young, still rookies, still uh rookie or second year player on uh each side. And even Let's say Michael Thomas wasn't to play, yeah, wasn't wasn't playing or isn't playing. Looks like he isn't playing. I'm still gonna probably go with the Saints, like Emmanuel Sanders and whoever they got, Jared Cook or even just Alvin Kamara alone with that offense and and Drew Brees. I think uh, can get the job done. So I would have to go with the Saints because I think they can win by at least a touchdown. Uh, but minus six is is not enough to give out. So I think that's the slate right now that we've got. Um, let's see. Yeah, those are, that's the slate that we've got right now. I guess I'll start doing uh my lock of the week or now. All right, so my two locks of the week, I'm going to go with I'm going with Cincy over the Browns. That that just seems like a no-brainer there. Um and I'm going to go The Niners over the Jets is too easy. So I, you know me, I can't go I can't go the easy route. I already went Cincy over the Browns. Um, and I'll go. Uh, am I about to do it? Am I really about to do it for real? Am I really about to do it for real? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Seattle over over New England. 
yeah, so those are my two locks of the week. Hope it works out. Um, let's see. Let me see. I'm going to go on my fantasy lineup real quick, and let me see if there's any... Might be any big fantasy plays I think that might work out today or this week. Oh, yeah. I already said Joe Burrow. Like, listen, if you need a a quarterback, man, Joe Burrow is going to have him a week and a half. Okay. So I think, yeah, that's my that's my that's my one. That's my one. If you need somebody. Hopefully he's in your waivers. Some people have been drafting him. I know I've been in a, a few drafts where he has been taken quite early. So uh, that's pretty much it. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Let me know if you have any questions. Screenshot if you've, if you've listened this far. Love you guys. We'll see you guys next week for week three. Probably will have a co-host with me this time or next time. And... Uh, We'll get something a little bit going, probably a little bit of a longer podcast, but I just wanted to give a quick recap of last week and kind of go over the guys who I think or the the games who I think uh, will be uh, pretty big. So till next time, we'll see you guys.